Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. All right, guys, welcome back to the Mojo NBA show. Tonight, I've got Riley and Shelly with me, and we're going to go straight into this um, with our warm-up, and we're going to just talk about what's just happened. We're on post-NBA Finals Championships. Let's go. And the one, and the two, and the one, two, three. Bishop wore buttless chaps to the bat mitzvah. Have a great broadcast. You too, darling. Sorry. I'm laughing because Shelly is pointing her ring finger at the camera towards me, which no one can see, but <laughs> let's go into it. We've got a Warriors fan here, so we're just going to use this warm-up to go straight into how, Shelly, how are you feeling? Well, I'm holding up my ring finger, but I'm actually holding up four fingers, you yeah. know, one, <laughs> two, three, four. Never had a doubt. I'm obviously over the moon. I think the Warriors really deserve this. They had a really good season. They had a lot of up and downs this season. They had a lot of up and downs through playoffs. I don't, you know, they had everything that could have happened to them happen to them. They lost their MVP, <laughs> their finals MVP going into the finals, you know. Who 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 would have thought that we would have made it, as I'm showing you? Who would have thought that we'd get our fourth ring? They did absolutely amazing. And I, I just couldn't be happier being a Warrior supporter right now. I do want to point out, that I did say in my first podcast on here that Warriors were going to make it all the way when I was asked how they were doing. At that time, they had half the team injured. So I'm really happy with myself for this prediction. That's about the best thing I've probably said on this podcast so far. Um, Riley, what about you? What do you... What did you say? You, you called I, something as well. I am 99% sure a couple of weeks ago in the podcast, a few weeks ago, I said that Andrew Wiggins was going to go for finals MVP and he didn't win it, but he came second. And a lot of people have been doubting him all year. He made an all-star starter and no one thought he was worthy of it. And then even me kind of questioned it a little bit when you read everything, when you read everything. But then I was like, well, he's earned it in his position. He was the best player in his position to get that spot. And, but almost one finals MVP. So I'm going to take it. And I also said Warriors in six. And I just want to point out, I did say Warriors in six. Actually, I have to do do a shout out to our previous host, Alex Barker, because her and I were having a conversation and she said before Eastern Conference, the finals were even near finish she called it she said whoever comes out of this is going to lose to warriors in six she called it i think we worked out the date it was like towards the end of may oh. so that i definitely have to give a shout out to her for that because pretty much every other prediction that she's come up with on the show has come true and we all should have placed bets and we'd all be really rich by now i mean you could have just listened to me i never doubted warriors i had warriors from game one of the season this is also true. had my boy Wardell MVP of the finals you know <laughs> who else was going to get that but 100% got to agree with you Riley Wiggins did so amazing he carried himself he he looks like I hands off to Bob Myers for putting this team together and bringing in Andrew Wiggins because he fits so well he's fit in this 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 roster so well he carried them 
Are you carrying well, them? With that. Okay, go, 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 I'm go. Gonna, I'm going to stop you there because let's what go into it? All Ball where we're going to talk about only Andrew Wiggins. Every franchise has had tons of great players and legendary personalities, but who stands out above the rest? MVP Shaquille O'Neal. Ladies and gentlemen, Larry Bird. Shot by LeBron James. Jordan with two seconds to go. Puts it up. It's good at the buzzer. My mentality was to go out and win at any cost. He said, I'm going to show you. Nobody will ever work as hard as I work. So, back, Shelly. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Bob Myers. Bob Myers. Round of applause to you, kind sir. Round of applause to you. When you took off as GM, you didn't do anything but. Help the Warriors, okay? You put together, again, one, two, three, four championship winning team, okay? He then incorporated Andrew Wiggins into the team. And as I said, yes, okay, he fit, he he came off Minnesota. He was what he was labeled as, I don't know what they were going to label him when he came oh, into the draft, as like a Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. There you go, okay? <laughs> Goes into Minnesota, apparently doesn't have like a big hoo-ha, Comes over to, you know, comes over to Warriors. Bob Meyer gets him in. He slips on in. He gets his first, as you said, Kat, before. He gets his first uh, NBA All-Star call-up. Kills it there. I mean, he was ravaged. He did his job. But killed it at the Warriors. Fit in so nicely, so bloody well that he was, he, 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 in those last games of these finals, he was everywhere. I don't know if you actually watched it. You know, he, he can't, he's he set back threes. He's on the threes. He's got the dunks. Like, that's boy. The dunks, the airtime he gets. And when he goes in, mate, he means business. The confidence that this kid has gotten in this season, I think, and you can see it. You can absolutely see it. He's just, in these last games, I think in the in, in that finals, even in the East, uh, Western Conference, he just went to like another level in himself, in himself. Yeah, and yeah. just played like a baller. So, as I said, hats off Andrew Wiggins, hats off Bob Myers, hats off to Golden State Warriors because you found that uh, that player that fit in around the rest of, you know, your Splash Brothers, Steph, Draymond. It's not easy to do that. We've had quite a few players that have been our starters and have gone. Yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. So, I'm yeah, look, I think he did really, really well. Well, Riley, you said you were calling him to be possible MVP. Yes, and he, so, if Steph wasn't as good as he is, as we know, <laughs> um, Andrew would have won finals MVP. But, no, we we also got to remember he was the first overall draft pick, so we know he can play. People were calling him a bust in Minnesota, but it's mainly because he just didn't fit in their roster. He didn't look happy. It looked like the world waited on his shoulders. And let's face it, Minnesota's not the best franchise. And the world waited on his was waited on his shoulders. He didn't look happy. He didn't look like he was enjoying it. And then he comes over to Golden State. And part of confidence is being happy and feeling safe to make mistakes and learn. And he looks so happy. Like he always has a smile on his face. You can watch any footage of any game in the Warriors this year. And Andrew Wiggins has a smile on his face at one point in the game. And I think that's so important. And that is shown in the way he plays. So because he's happy, because he's enjoying it, because he loves his role on this team, it's not necessarily the star role, 
but he still plays big minutes and can get stops and can get scores and can get dunks and do all the great things he he was like proven to do when he got number one draft pick but he doesn't have to do it in the spotlight where he's the only one doing it and I think it just he as Shelley said he fits perfectly in the Warriors roster and him being able to work with Clay Thompson work with Steph Curry work with Draymond Green work with Looney and the others that come through like it's just perfect fit and I'm so glad he's happy and he's enjoying it because the media absolutely hated his guts in Minnesota and wanted to like just drag him through the mud and he's come out the other end happy. That, that was really good about what you said um, about him always smiling because one thing I noticed and it like made me smile obviously uh, we were talking earlier about I love watching you know the final call at the end of the game. I love seeing all the after stuff, all the emotions. Like, you know, there was a few seconds still to go. Steph was on the ground. Yeah. Um, all those emotions. But when they're on, you know, on their on the stage or whatever, Andrew Wiggins, as you just said, had yes. a smile on his face the whole time. He was he was next to his boy. He was with Draymond Green, like, the, you know, mainly the whole time. But he just couldn't wipe the smile of his face. He was just exactly as he said. He looked, I mean, yeah, okay, you've just become a world champion but he just looked so happy he looked like he was meant to be there you know like and I don't want to say or compare him or anything but like a KD when KD came over you know it wasn't the same to me it wasn't like the same emotion or Mm. whatnot we all know KD came over KD came over for a ring Mm. yeah Andrew Wiggins did not come over for a ring Andrew Wiggins came over for a career Mm. absolutely He's got a career and a ring. Yeah. So I guess like from what I know we pretty much hope for, and I I would be surprised if it doesn't go this way, but do you, do you see that they'll be keeping him? Do you think they'll just be keeping their whole roster? Like we're specifically talking about him tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you think will happen from here for him? I'll ask you, Riley, where do you think possibly from this point with everything up, like contracts now being negotiated, do you think they'll be keeping him? I hope he stays because like, as we've just said, like he looks just happy and he looks like he doesn't necessarily want to be the first scoring option, but he loves being a part of that group. And, you know, I think what is kind we haven't really touched on yet. His defense in the finals was incredible. Like he single-handedly stopped anyone that was shooting the ball. Like I, I watched it. Like every time Jason Tatum shot over Andrew Wiggins or Jalen Brown shot over Andrew Wiggins like they were more likely to miss than make. He just stopped them. He shut down whoever he needed to to get that championship. And so it's an underrated thing when you look at all the other things he does. So I really hope he stays and he would be such a good core player for Warriors if he does stay. But Shelley was touching on players that she would, she wants to keep the, I'll let her talk. <laughs> <keep the roster. laughs> I mean, obviously. So I, she could be someone else instead of him? No, 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 no. Sure. So I, I said I want Wiggins. I'm, I'm afraid. I am afraid that because of how Wiggins played and showed himself, and he's just in his own era right now. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that you know the big bucks could come and yeah, take and him. He's a free agent now. Yes, that's what. Yeah, you know, that's what really scares me. Obviously, I, I, I want to keep Wiggins. I don't want to. I don't want to lose our. I don't want to lose anyone off the roster. I was just talking to Riley before. Um, 
Wiggins is a perfect, perfect fit. And I think we've got our core starters now. As we discussed, we've got Wiseman coming back soon. Don't know what's going to happen with him, with his injuries and whatnot. But with those, you know, with those, I think there's five or six players we've got like on the roster that are free agents now or something, I think. Yes. I yes. think there's Chioza. Yeah, Chioza. Um, Nemanja, Bejlik, Bejlik, I can never pronounce his name. I think for myself, he is good. He, he he is good because he he can come off that. He's a, he can be a six man at times. He really can be a six man. But I'm okay if we lose him. A player I'm not okay if we lose, and I will send a letter to whoever I've got to send a letter to over there, is Gary Payton. Is the mini glove. Yeah. Oh, my days. What he has what. What he well, has done. We're about to talk about, we're going to focus on Gary in a minute. We're going to get there. Oh, God, I'm getting way about, okay. Well, <laughs> there you go. There we go. So well, for myself, in together. <laughs> for myself, then I, yeah, I, I would obviously be very, very upset to see Wiggins go. But I think I saw on some ESPN or something that he had voiced that he was happy at uh, Golden State and he yeah, doesn't I, I think the article I sent you guys today he has made it there clear that he does want to stay so he's definitely put it out there um that'd be crazy he wants to what was that yeah. it'd be crazy to let him go so it would, yeah I'm I think sure anything that at this point it's I guess if, if, if it was just some like deal that was offered to him that would just be too hard to miss which I think they'll have that in mind that that's going to come to him because like you said Shelley he's just shown in this series, like in this season, like what he can do. So now everyone's got their eyes on him, but he's already showed the intent to stay. Warriors would know what's going to happen from here. So I would assume they're going to keep with that. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's business, everything else that comes in between it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But let's oh, now oh, get into the next section so we can get even more excited again yes. about, about our next players. So let's go into the match. The most anticipated match in history, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! All right, so we are talking about Gary Payton the second and Kevin Looney, but I mean, I feel like I can already tell what we're going to focus on more because even today I was listening, I was watching the Draymond Green podcast, which. I have to say, that podcast is like one of the best podcasts that I've been watching. And yeah, he was talking to Gary, and that's what I realized as well. He's been through 10 different G League teams, four NBA teams, um, then had the 10-day contract. And he was, Draymond Green was saying how um, at the end of the 10-day contract, he was starting to say goodbye to everybody as if he was about to go. And and Draymond was like, no, you're not going anywhere. And he was making calls as well. They're like, there's no way we're going to let this guy go. There's, there's absolutely no way. And he was talking about, I think, through every other team and contract that he's been through before, when he would um, be let go, like he'd usually go back home to train and refocus and do everything. But this time around, because he felt so a part of this group and he really wanted to stay, um, you know, he kept staying with Warriors, training with them, being around them. And here we are, like he's won his championship ring, like, it's just proven like when you get into the right team of people, the right circle, the right mentality, the mindset, what it's going to achieve. But Shelly, 
I'm going to hand this back to you now to talk about what it is that he's brought to the team, like what, you know, what he's done and how it became a part of winning their championship this year. Well, first of all, his name is Gary Payton. The second. There we go. There you go. So he's already born into this world. You know, when your father is the glove, you've got royalty around you. And yeah, you've got something to prove. And as you just said, Kat, his whole career was G League, 10-day contract, G League, go to Lakers, 10-day contract, um, uh, Washington, 10-day contract again with Lakers, go back down to G League. Mm-hmm. Like that was his his whole career, G League, 10-day contract, G League, G, G League. As you just said, he came on in. We gave him a t- 10-day contract as well. He showed. He showed up. We signed him. We signed him straight away. But what Gary Payton brings you is, I, as I just said before, I'm going to be really disappointed if we lose him. And I don't think we will. He fits our team. Again, a six, a six man. He comes off the bench. He's, he's defensiveness is just insane. He's everywhere. He's all over the joint. He's he steals per game is just incredible. And I love that from him. Love that. He's just, he's energy. He's just yeah. an absolute ball of energy. If he gets on, you know, like the level's going up to here. The intensity is going up to here. It, you know, he's not an Otto Porter Jr., two complete different players, you know. And that's what I love about Gary Payton. I could talk about him all day because he's a very similar player to, to myself with that defensiveness, that energy just always in your face. And I, I, I love him. I love him for this team. I think, again, Bob Myers, GM, has done so well with putting this team together that I, I hope he stays around. Yeah, I think, like, with saying in, like, what I talked to you, Shelley, about it earlier today, like, it's all a part of the journey that gets him here. So, Riley, do you think that the fact that he has played with so many different teams and had this, like, a different process to you know if you're other players that's basically what's helped him get to this point yeah it's made him a fighter some players get it naturally some players get the whole world at their feet but at the end of the day Gary Payton Jr's got a championship Gary Payton Jr's on a team that likes him he's not getting (laughs) because he's just fought he's just everything he's had and I think being able to fight yes it's been hard for him and yes he's had to go it the hard way and it's not always easy and he's probably been contemplating times where he's probably just gone I want to quit you know I'm sick of these 10-day contracts I'm sick of going back to the G League I know I'm good enough to be in the NBA and that's why and that's why he's so valued on the team yeah a lot of people will say you know I can't believe that he wasn't get drafted straight away this and that because of his dad but I think that is actually the point he will always have something to prove you know regardless of how he's doing like when they look at who your dad is they're like well what can you do but yeah, I see this with like, you know, even a couple of friends of mine that have like their parents that are well-known and play basketball. There is that expectation for them to be the same. Um, so then they kind of have to like be their own person as well. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. But on on the two Gary Paytons, him and his father, going <laughs> back to the emotion, oh my God, did anyone, did anyone see him sitting down, Gary Payton Jr., sitting down with his family and then his dad coming over. The moment that they shared together, I was in tears, yes. mate. I was gone. The moment that those two shared together mm-hmm. and then the moment that he's like him and his dad came over, I was just like, this is what it is. This is what it's for. I love the game, but I love this. Yeah. I, I, I love this. 
But on that, cat, we, we can't sleep on Luke. No, we can't. The best thing about the Warriors this season, their bench, like you said before, Shelley, their bench was so deep, but they had so yeah. much to work with. So, like, what what would you say was, like, the best thing that Looney brought to the team this season? You know what? Looney did his job, and he did it well. He stepped out. He stepped up so well. There were so many games where we didn't even start Looney, but what he did he did his job they had to put him out I remember in the series he had to defend Joker because he's the biggest there and I remember that Steve Kerr was like give me because you know Joker can just get can get fouls on so easy and so quick it's so hard to defend him but Looney did his job there he was being put out there for minutes I remember Steve Kerr was starting him and he was just like just try and get five minutes out there without fouling. Just try and get five minutes. Try and get four minutes. Give us three minutes. And he actually did. You know, he was giving him the minutes. He was letting his other players sit on the bench while he was taken of all Joker's gas away. While then Joker was gas and my bench are coming on doing somersaults around him. But what Looney also did is he had an offensive presence that I haven't seen in, in him for a very long time. And as I said to Riley before, let's all hold up. He's been in this group for just as long as, you know, our core, our Iguodala, Splash Brothers and um, Dre. He's got so much experience um, with this group. He's been to the the playoffs that many times. He's been in the finals three times. Oh, no, four times. We lost it against Toronto. Meanwhile, we (laughs) won't talk about that. He's been there before. He's done this. Hmm. And... I think this year he had his he had his best best year. Maybe it was the new hairdo. I'm not a fan. Maybe we'll give that to him. He can you do you. But I just I think he had a really 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 good season and did his job. A lot of coaches and players will understand that about yeah. doing your job. And if you can do your job, oh, that is so ben- beneficial to a coach sometimes. And mm-hmm. he did it. He's literally doing what he asks of you, yeah. which. It can be really hard for a lot of players. Exactly. Yeah. Riley, what have you got to add to that? I see you nodding your head over there in the corner. I feel like Shelley's really narrowed up a lot of it, but no, what, what can you bring to us from TikTok, actually, Riley? Hey, what has TikTok told us about Kevin Looney? Not Instagram. Not Kevin Looney, though. I just read this on the air. It's like Otto Porter <laughs> and Wilt Chamberlain next to each other. And it's like they look identical and it's like Otto Porter Jr. is winning a championship 72 years later. There's like a (laughs) so funny. But I think the bench, Golden State's bench, it's so deep. Like you think of Looney, there's Jordan Poole coming in and out of starting and bench, Toscano Anderson, Gary Payton the second, which we've already spoken about, James Wiseman when he's healthy, Kaminga. The bench is just, the bench is so deep that, there's someone that can come in. If one player is not performing, another player can come in and do their role. And I think that's what Steve Kerr has so much to work with. And he's such a positive coach, which is so nice. And he's obviously just such a good coach to be able to get those players to go, you probably would score 20 points at another team, but here's a culture and we want you to be a part of that culture. And you can't, I can't disagree with anyone that's got nine rings, right? No, you can't. That's I'm it. I'm like, is it nine? Yeah, no, five. Five player for us, coach. I mean, yeah. and a part of like you know the most famous one of the first most famous three feet. You know, he's he's his history. No, he's, he's, like, a a pro, you know, he's, he's a dynasty. He's a dynasty player. Like, and a dynasty coach. Yeah, 
Mm. Dynasty coach, dynasty player. Like, I think any, obviously any player that comes onto him will just do well in some sense. Like he really just brings out the best in his players. But yeah, I guess, I mean, this is a bit off the topic of it, but like while we're in it, pretty much, I think we've said it, but if there's anything that you would have changed with the team this season, or like if there's any area that you maybe saw that they need to improve on, what do you think that would be, Shelley? Um, I honestly don't think I would change anything because for the first year we went in as not the favourites, weren't going to get up there, weren't even looked at in the conversation. You know, when we're even when we were in playoffs, we weren't even supposed to get deep. So I'm, you know, with how the team went, with what Steve Kerr did, with what the front office did, with all the players and what they went through, and just that determination, and it, it is is that that warrior determination that they always have. And when you've got Draymond Green in your locker room, that is Draymond Green. That doesn't matter what anyone says. Oh, we're going the finals. We're going the finals. We're getting there. You know, you can't tell that boy no. He believes that he's they're going to yeah. be a champion. And when you've got that kind of you know those OGs in the locker room saying that, it doesn't matter what happens to a team. They can break you, but it's it's all about that believing in yourself, which they do. The strength hashtag strength in numbers. Yeah, it definitely. Um, I was. I again like me I love watching his podcast it's so good because like he was talking about today the new media which is now that the players can actually come out and talk about themselves and everyone's mm-hmm. doing their podcast now like they're basically putting out their own information how they feel about things instead of having like he said today like the media has just been sleeping on them this whole season everything that they they would say everything about one player to begin with but then turn it around and be like oh actually no and he was like I, you know, you can't be, um, you can't know basketball well if you're saying this. He, he said, like, if you're going to say these things, back it up. Tell me why and mm-hmm. show me the examples. And then, like what you're saying, he's always had that belief. Like, he's always constantly just kind of fighting back at them. And that's why he started his own podcast. And he is, like, his energy, um, which is what Gary Payton um, the second was, like, telling him today, like, just having him around just brings everyone together this everybody up and it is it's all mindset like you have to think like a winner be a winner believe you're a winner mm. to be a winner basically um yeah I love him like shout out to him because uh like I could just imagine like having someone like that on your team is so important and again everyone was hating on him for like all these fouls like failing out the most fouls I'm like that's what he's there to do <laughs> like yeah, the, the meme that went around that he had more fouls than points at one stage Mm. Yeah, it's like, well, what you, that's what he's, he's coming in to, to defend and, like, that's his job. So what else do you expect? Like, there was so much hate on him as well. Um, but, again, like, just proved everybody wrong. Yeah. No. What have you got to say without Riley? <laughs> no, he, um, oh, I watched something and it was when he got the more fouls than points or whatever. And basically everyone just said, like, he's a glorified role player. Like, he's a glorified role player on a good team. And it's like, okay, but they don't necessarily need someone that can score 30 points. They don't need someone that can shoot the three. They don't need need (laughs) someone to do anything more than he does. So, yes, maybe he is a glorified role player, but he plays his role pretty good. Yeah. But the vision that that guy has, like, with the the points and the fouls thing, Mm. Those fouls, they're probably majority offensive fouls because he gets yeah. caught on all the screens that he set, you know, 
the set of screen handoff, but to yeah, probably a few of them were tech vows too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. They <laughs> the smartness in him. Like, I don't think that you could. I know that we've just changed this to Draymond Green now, but I don't think that you could find any other player right now that could take his position and be able to play with Steph and like a Clay and like a Jordan Poole. Those those PGs that go boom 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 boom. Yeah. And Draymond to be like, I know where you're going. You're going to go here, and then you're going to do three, three, sixes, and go there, and then I'm going to do a screen here, and I'm going, and you're going to be there. But I know you're going to be there, and I'm going to no look past it. Mm. Like the guy's insane. Yeah, I was watching. They played. They showed a clip of him one day, the way he was defending, and it was like he was playing football. But like it was wild, like the way he was on everyone. But I was just like, then look what happens. Like he's done exactly what he's needed to do. They've gotten the ball to the hoop, like. It's perfect. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Australians we're just conditioned to watching like really hard players because of footy. Like we're just <laughs> hitting each other and tackling each other. And so when Americans see it, they're like, what is this? And you're like, yeah. well, that's normal. <laughs> exactly. They play their football with like pads and helmets yes. on, right? We don't. For the week. For the <laughs> we week. just go out there. <laughs> yeah, go. <laughs> I find that even like when I'm just watching my friends play or something, I'm like, you need to be more aggressive. You just, just like get more aggression. Like, I'm just like, is that, yeah, it must be like the Aussie in me that's just like, let's just go out there and beat everybody up, but not at the same time. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's, we're going to wrap it up there with the Warriors side of things, even though as, I know we can, we could do this all day, especially you, Shelly, but we're going to. Hey, I've got a whole nother season. <laughs> we're going to quickly finish off tonight rapid fire and we're going to go and talk about Boston Celtic and we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things what you need to know tonight your apologies to Matt Damon we ran out of time for him tonight we'll get him on the air again soon oh my boss is singing closing time maybe that's what you're doing sorry I have to admit I thought this that game I thought might go a bit closer than it did Mm. Um, but with the next season, like they've they've come this far, they've done pretty well, obviously. What do you think, Riley, for like going from here, what would you see they need to improve on? Like, do you think that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can work together to bring a championship to this team? But the media have been trying to split up Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum up since the minute they were together. And I don't understand why they are so young. And I read, I actually did watch a TikTok today. Can't, <laughs> can't do a podcast without pointing out that I did watch a TikTok. Of and it's something like Steph Curry won his, went to his first finals as like 25 years old. Jason Tatum's only 22, 23, and he's in his first NBA finals. Yep. The world is his oyster and we're acting like it's the end of the world that they lost a series. They're yeah. just getting started. And I think that's the crazy thing. Like they're just getting started. That's their first taste of it. And they went down fighting. Like it was game six. They were one, they were one win away from going to a game seven and potentially winning a championship. Like I don't, I, I don't want, I don't want Celtics to panic and go, well, I kind of do because I'm a Lakers fan, but I don't want them to panic yeah. and go <laughs> and go, we need to get rid of everyone. They yeah. need a point guard because Jason Tatum can't run the point. He just throws it away. I saw a video where he literally just passed it to the Warriors because he, like, just threw it away. And it was, like, basically giving them the ball for a shot. Oh, wow. And it's just, like, he he can't run the point, but that doesn't mean he's not, like, he's not special enough to take them to a championship. 
They just need to trade for a maybe an older point guard. I heard Mike Conley's on the market, and he might be a good a good player to bring in. And with that experience, yeah, that's experience. That's, that's a little elected. bit of age. Yeah, some like I think Mike Conley might be a good fit. Um, Donovan Mitchell, if they could get Donovan Mitchell, I'm sure they'd, oh, have, to that, they'd have to give up a bit. Um, but yeah, they should not. Sp- Split, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. Everyone that says it in the media drives me bananas. They're so young. Like, it's just crazy to me. Yeah. If you keep them three together, like this, they're going to be problems. Yeah. Look at what they did this year. Everyone's been raving about them, as you said, Riley. And look at what they did. They took the Golden State Warriors, who have had so much, um, um, so much experience in the finals. Yeah. And these guys are just coming in, as you just said, in their first round. They, they played well. They did. They played well. Jason Tatum, he had so many good – he did. He had so many good games. But as you said, he needed some, just one other player that support, you know, so yeah. he can do his thing a little bit. Yeah. Um, but they are – and if you, as you said, Riley, that, you know, you bring in someone like, oh, God, you bring in Donovan Mitchell, that's another hashtag rule in the game. <laughs> um, but – they're just getting, you're right, they're just getting started. They are so young. Who got defensive? They have the defensive player of the year on their team. Like, you know what I mean? The defense in general was amazing. Uh, defense. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're almost like, they're, you know, they're like that Warriors seven, eight, seven years ago when we first won our first championship. They are just so young, so raw, and they have so much potential. And I completely agree with you, Riley. Like, don't break them up. No. Don't break them up. They are just getting started. I, I to be fair, I think like it just yeah was a little bit of lack of experience. Obviously gassed, you know. My play, a lot of Warriors players um had a bit of a break this year from injuries and and stuff like that. Boston didn't really didn't Jason Tatum like? Oh no, he did have a little bit of a break. But you also think that like Matt um, Warriors beat Mavs in like five. They yeah. had like an extra week break. That's what I mean. Yeah. Didn't yeah. like, hate Celtics go seven, game seven. Yeah. But that's the thing, right? Like, with the down. Eastern side, I felt like the Eastern Conference was actually a harder conference. Mm. So I felt like whoever came out on top of that, like, especially, yeah, against Miami, they had a hard run before getting to Warriors mm. at the same time. And then it just so happened that they were coming up against a team that was, like, they were a veteran team by this point. They, they had well and truly done this before. Hmm. And like we pointed out, their bench, everything had just, by the point they got to, they had everything so well together. But, yeah, I see a lot of, um, you get people that are hating straight away on Boston. But like you, like you said, they're just getting started and there isn't really, I guess what I'm going to ask you though is, because their defense is so good, do you think then that they have, like there needs to be more improvement on the offensive side of things? They just need to limit their turnovers. If they're throwing it away as much as they're doing, you know, it, in a game, in a best of seven series, they're just not going to win it. They threw the ball away way too much. I think game yeah. two, yeah. sorry, no, game two, I think it was, it was either game two or game three. It was like by half time. I think they, and this is usually a Warriors thing, but Boston had like, 15 turnovers or 16 turnovers. It was just insane. And you think about that going into a player coach thing, 16 turnovers is two points to the other team. That's 32 points. Mm. Bang, like that, to the other team. Or more if you've got Steph Curry 
shooting the threes. So turnovers go. Don't you yeah. think about it that way? I completely agree with you, Riley. Like that's that's where it is. That's why. That's I think what I love the most about it that they got their time to really you know show how they're improving and like what is I. Um, I think I read the message from Adam Silva and he was saying that this series, like celebrating 75 years especially, and this just really showed what is to come in the future, like the next generation of basketball, like where where the future's coming because all those, you know, young guys got to come forth and like really show what they can do like without having like, you know, like Giannis and LeBron, like without having all those kind of people around them. So yeah, like I absolutely loved this series, regardless of, and even still, even, admittedly, like when it was like such big gaps, I still sit there like, when's it gonna change? Yeah, because they had their those moments came as well, mm. like throughout it. Um, stopping to make a stop and a make a stop and a make. Yeah, like fifteen points in three stops and a make, four stops and a make. No, I definitely like. I'm so sad that the season's over. <laughs> Uh, can't, can't know, wait till October. <laughs> just, just, just because, you know, just not have, like, what am I going to do with my life now apart from just continue to watch more basketball podcasts? <laughs> but we're going to wrap this up. Our posts, this is more becoming, you know, our post finals kind of review, which has ended so well for one of us. But, you know, I think, I think honestly, I thought about you, Shelly, throughout most of like the games. <laughs> I'm just like, I just need them to win because she's just going to be so excited. And I was, I could not wait to do this podcast tonight, just yeah. knowing how excited you would be about, you know, this win, because I haven't had a chance to speak to you yet. I um, know, right? You know, so it, I'm really glad, like, just all our predictions, everything so far, like, where it's come. But we're going to leave it there, guys. Again, thank you to, for tonight. Shelly, thanks for, you know, just giving us all your energy with your win congratulations oh, i feel like i should congratulate you oh thank you i know it's been it was hard no. work you know yeah i did i did have many late night <laughs> phone calls with a time difference with bob meyer you know like telling him pull his finger out like what needs to be done and what doesn't so that's okay i can have a break now it's all good oh i love it i love it all right well thank you to those who are listening and please remember to download our episodes share our episodes um and send us through anything that you would like us to talk about as well and thank you always for your support and we'll see you in the next episode you have been listening to mojo sports Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.